Welcome back to the In Bloom podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I am so excited to be here with you today. We're talking about a topic that is so close to my heart, and that is the placenta. So we're talking about the wonderful world of placentas today. I have had a great week, a busy week, and I have some exciting news. I am now a brand ambassador for the brand, the natural beauty brand called Native. And Native creates natural deodorant, natural body wash, soap, and I think they just came out with a new toothpaste. That is all chemical-free, so good for us. And I recently did a post on my Instagram page. If you don't follow me already, you definitely should because I have a discount code for you. So what you need to do is you need to go to the Native website and order a bunch of beautiful products, put them in your cart, We as a society, unfortunately, are exposed to so much toxicity in our world and unfortunately, a lot of that is due to the choices and the products that we allow into our home, allow onto our body. And if you didn't know this, our skin is our largest organ and it absorbs every single thing that we put on it and we should be showing our skin so much love. So... I'm offering you 25% off your first order of any native product that is over $25 and the code is 25 underscore Megan Waters, M-E-E-G-A-N-W-A-T-E-R-S and you can use that code at checkout. Before we dive into the topic of placentas, I wanted to talk to you about the importance of starting to incorporate expansive foods, especially fruits and veggies, into our diets as we slowly but surely welcome spring and say goodbye to wintertime. So the importance of eating expansive foods is just to support our body and the way it connects to the earth as we change seasons. So in the wintertime, I always suggest to people, and I follow this practice myself, I eat really grounding, nourishing foods such as root veggies that grow in the ground and different meats now. I never used to do that, but this winter I definitely have. And a lot of really good fats and darker colored foods just to support the phase that we are in and to sink us to our earth because we are so connected. So as we approach spring, I love to incorporate a lot of fresh, beautiful produce into our diets. I say our, I mean myself and Reese. And this could be done with morning smoothies. That is a ritual I am loving lately because I feel like it really primes me for the day and I start to feel more energized and it's a lighter way to start the day. I know as springtime is near, I love a lot of light, fresh, energizing foods. So the definition of expansive foods are foods that give us life and make us feel energized. And these foods grow upwards out of the ground. So leafy greens, tree fruits, 
Uh, they can be foods high in sugar, they're yin foods, they're a little bit on the cooler side, and these foods are going going to support us as we move into the warmer months where the days are longer, there's more sunlight, and as we require more energy because we're not in dormant hibernation mode. So one thing I really wanted to talk to you about was just adding and supplementing and supporting your diet for this shift that we are all experiencing. We're starting to get a little bit more energized and it's a little bit more sunny and I don't know, it just feels really good. I, for one, can't wait for more sunshine. Okay, so placenta. Placentas are one of the coolest things I think I have ever come across in my doula career and I know that every woman makes them when she is pregnant and I just think they are the most incredible organ that we have the absolute delight of creating. So placenta essentially is a self-made organ but it's made by both the mother and the father and this is because when a sperm and an egg meet rapid cell division occurs and that mass of cells implants itself to the uterus which then a part of it will become placenta a part of it will come become amniotic sac and a part will become the fetus so the sperm and the egg essentially make three components that allow your baby to grow thrive to become a perfect healthy baby So the placenta is responsible for providing nourishment, oxygen to the embryo and fetus as weeks go by in your pregnancy. And this is done so by the attachment between the fetus and the placenta. And this is called the umbilical cord. So a cord that is connected to both the baby and the placenta. So oxygen is passed through the umbilical cord, um, vitamins, minerals, nourishment for the baby is passed through this umbilical cord. Placenta essentially allows life in your uterus and it is a organ that we as women with help from the father's sperm create. So when implantation occurs, there is whatever side of the cell mass attaches itself into the uterine wall. There is the side that rapidly produces more cells and more cells and more cells and that tiny little segment becomes the placenta. So it's actually really incredible that this tiny minuscule ball of cells can create a organ that sustains life. And the placenta, just to recap, is a food source and what that means is that nutrients that the mother ingests will be transferred through her blood into the placenta, which is then sent through the umbilical cord to the baby. And this exact same process happens with oxygen in the mother's blood to provide oxygen for the baby. So the oxygen in the mother's blood is transported to the placenta, which is then sent through the umbilical cord to baby. The placenta also removes waste 
and is said that there is some nutrient exchange from the mom and the the baby. So what I have heard is that if the baby is low in nutrients, then the mom's body obviously gives up her nutrition and her stored nutrients to sustain optimal health for the baby. But I have heard that the baby can also do the same immunity-wise for the mom and will donate, in a sense, immunity factors, supports that help the mom when the mom is stressed or feeling a little bit down. So the placenta truly does allow a symbiotic relationship between a mother and a baby, and it's so beautiful. Another cool fact is that this is done with breast milk too. So when the baby is born, the mother will produce breast milk and as a baby nurses, if he or she is sick or has a cold, the mother's breast milk will alter its nutrient profile and give the baby what it needs to get healthy and provide a immune support. So when I mentioned that oxygen is transported through the placenta, carbon dioxide is also sent back through the placenta from the baby after the baby has the gas exchange in his or her environment. So carbon dioxide is released through the placenta, sent back to the mom where the mom then exhales the carbon dioxide out. There are some facts that I want to share about placenta just so you know how incredible this organ is. So the placenta does not fully develop until the end of the first trimester. So the first trimester is three months, the second trimester is three months, and the third trimester is three months. So essentially for the first third of pregnancy, the placenta hasn't developed yet. So this is a crucial time to eliminate all toxicity and really watch what you eat, your lifestyle factors, and to get lots of rest because this major organ is still developing even in the third month. Some people don't know this, but during labor and contractions, you are getting prepared to deliver not only a baby, but your placenta as well. And some people don't know this. So the placenta has to get out of you somehow. It has to be delivered. And this is done so typically if you are having a natural birth, a birth with no surgical intervention, the placenta will be birthed through contractions after your baby is born. And these contractions are going to slowly push the placenta out of your vagina. And after you deliver a baby, the placenta, like you won't even feel it come out. I've heard moms say it kind of just slides out with the help of your care provider. And after this, the care provider will look it over, see any, see if there's any abnormalities and ask you if you want to keep it. We will get into that a little bit later with different things that women do with their placenta, but the placenta is delivered vaginally during a natural birth, and if you have a C-section, it will then be surgically delivered after the birth of your baby. I do want to say that typically when I have been at births, the moms are totally unfazed by delivering their placenta because they are so 
engaged with their new baby that they're meeting for the first time. And as I said, a few contractions occur and essentially your placenta is born. So it really is a piece of cake. Sometimes there are scenarios where bits and pieces of the placenta are stuck and have attached themselves to the uterine wall. Surgery would typically have, have to occur to get all the pieces of the placenta out, but in most cases, I would, I would tell you if you are a client of mine to not stress over birthing your placenta, it will be a piece of cake after you deliver your baby. That said, do talk to your medical professional if you have any big stresses about placenta or big questions and safety questions, things like that. Develop a really good relationship with your health healthcare provider to ask and create conversation around things that you feel a little bit of stress around or resistance around. So back to the facts on placenta It is the only man-made organ, which is pretty incredible, and I say this after we are born and we are living in our physical bodies. So in our adult life, we do not make organs, so during pregnancy and implantation, we create this beautiful life-sustaining organ, and as soon as you deliver your placenta after your baby is born... Your hormones will signal breast milk production to occur. So typically your placenta is delivered or birthed 5 to 20 minutes after you deliver your baby. At first, colostrum for the first two or three days will be released from your breasts. And this is a really sweet, kind of a yellow, yellowy colored liquid that will be released from your breasts. And then after two or three days, your breast milk will come in. So as soon as your placenta is delivered, prolactin will be released in your body to start signaling breast milk to feed your beautiful baby. Now there's this topic I really want to shed some light on and create some conversation about. So it is to eat your placenta or to not eat your placenta. And there are great arguments or perspectives for each angle, yes or no, but I wanted to share information regarding both and leave the opinions up to you and I want you to do whatever feels right to you because this is a very personal choice and there is no right or wrong or yes or no or this is the right way to do it and the other way is maybe a little bit different and unconventional. There are two very different perspectives on this and you should feel supported making whatever decision is most aligned with you. So the two viewpoints, there is one argument or viewpoint that says many moms report that placenta contains quote unquote life-changing benefits for mama's postpartum that need a little bit of an extra boost. So, I don't know how much scientific research has been done on placentas. I honestly don't think it is very much. However, there are some moms who have suggested that consuming your placenta balances your hormones, increases your energy, acts as a nutritional supplement to get you through the day, helps you sleep, 
boosts your oxytocin levels in your body that promotes a feeling of bonding and also really helps with breast milk production. It is said to increase your mood, boost your iron levels, and increase your milk supply. So there are two, three different ways actually that you can consume your placenta and one is through encapsulation which is just the fancy name for supplement form. I think this is the most popular way that women who choose to eat their placenta ingest it just because there are a lot of people who are certified to do so. Most of them are birth doulas and are a reputable source to get your placenta encapsulated. The second way to ingest your placenta is through a tincture, which is a very concentrated liquid. And the third, which is a little bit out there, is to eat it raw, like put it in a smoothie and blend it up. I have not met a mom who has done this before. If you have done so, I want to know all about it because it fascinates me. In comparison to ingesting your placenta, there is also a viewpoint that the placenta is a filter organ and I don't need that in my body. So I just recently, a couple months ago actually, came across one of my favorite YouTubers' videos as she was pregnant at the time, and she created this video dedicated to why she wasn't going to eat her placenta, and her name is Megan Moon. I follow her on Instagram, and I watch her YouTube videos, and I've talked about her on here, actually, because I feel so inspired by her, and she is very honest with her feelings and honest with her intuition, which I think is a practice that more of us need to incorporate into our lives and our wellness routine, and she kind of, I'm summarizing this obviously, but the main points were that placenta keeps the baby's environment clean, safe, and it is a working organ to filter out bad versus good, any harmful substances, which allows the baby to be healthy and happy. I don't think there's a right way and a wrong way. I don't think there is a beneficial let's eat your placenta and all will be well in the world or if you don't eat your placenta then you're failing or not doing your due diligence and you're disregarding the sacred organ. I believe that every woman is entitled to her own opinion and to make up her mind around this topic based on what truly feels right to her and works with her. Not every single pregnancy and birth and experience of becoming a mom is the same and it's not easy for everyone. It's not hard for everyone. It is such a different experience for every single woman. But what I can suggest is to look into it and to make informed and educated decisions rather than opinion-based decisions or following the lead of someone else. I truly think that every woman, as soon as she finds out she's pregnant, should do all the research and education she can to 
make empowered decisions for her and for her baby. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what to know about the placenta. So normally the placenta attaches to the top, the side, or the front slash back of the uterus. So in some cases, the placenta will attach itself to the bottom of the uterus, which is called placenta previa, which, as I said, some mothers do experience. In that case, a C-section is more than likely going to be the way you deliver your baby, and this is because you cannot birth a baby with the placenta blocking the cervix. There's no way for the baby to get through. And if the baby were to harm or hurt the placenta in any way, aggravated, I guess would be a better word, then a serious procedure would need to happen soon because that is the life support. So typically, anywhere along the top, and on the sides or on the back of your uterus is where the placenta should be and your doctor will be able to determine this when you are pregnant due to the beautiful gift of ultrasounds. So just know that if you happen to have placenta previa, a c-section is most likely in your future as a delivery method. So what contributes to placenta health? And this is straight from the Mayo Clinic. You can find it there. Uh, There's a few factors actually. So one would be age. So the age of the mother. Rupturing of membranes causing premature labor. High blood pressure. Uh, Having multiples in your uterus. So twins or triplets. Blood clotting disorders previous uterine surgery, as well as substance misuse, so any consumption of alcohol, tobacco, drugs, and abdominal trauma. The health of your placenta is key to the overall health and development of your baby. Our bodies are so wonderful and naturally all stored nutrients in the mom are given to our baby first in utero. So if there's anything I can stress to you, it is to absorb knowledge and information, but don't stress about it. Our bodies are smart. If you are eating good for you whole foods, don't smoke, do drugs, drink while pregnant, and exercise when your body intuitively tells you to, I am so happy and proud of you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was absolutely a joy to create this is a area and topic of conversation that I love to share and talk about, especially with new parents and pregnant mamas and people who ask, quite frankly. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and I will talk to you next week. Thank you.